Hello, I'm Emily Dean. And I'm Kim Hyland. We are mother and daughter and your hosts for You're, you're Not, Not That, that special. special. But Em, I'm your mom and I think you're very special. So why are we calling this You're Not That Special? Because in a world that tells me I'm either not so great or I could be great if I just did this, I want to know that I can just be me, embracing the wonder and joy of my everyday life. Mm. That does sound really free. Let's talk about it. Hello, Mom. Hey, Emmy. How are you this almost afternoon? I'm good. <sighs> we are just about headed into Advent. I guess by the time this comes out, we will be in Advent. Yeah, this will come out the day after the first Sunday of Advent. So, yeah, right now we're two days away from Thanksgiving. Yes. But right after Thanksgiving is Advent. All about the holy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Advent. That is truly the feeling, isn't it? When you think Christmas, it's like da 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 da. And to some yeah. people, that makes you want to jump up and start dancing. And to others, you're like, I'm you in a hide in the closet. <laughs> yeah, I feel a little bit of both. <laughs> and this year, of course, so many people have gone all in. Very early. Very early, which I respect. I really yeah. do. It's we talked about this last podcast. We we want joy, and isn't it beautiful how we know that Christmas will will bring that will bring that and the lights and the colors and mm-hmm. you know as followers of Jesus we are very um, aware of the deep meaning and all the representation of all of that, the lights, the colors, the beauty. Mm -hmm. Um, But even people who aren't Christians, still there's something in them Mm -hmm. that recognizes the beauty and joy of it. Mm -hmm. And that's that's God's gift to all of his creation. Mm -hmm. So... And I love Advent. I, Me too. I think every year I just want to kind of sink deeper into Advent. What are some of the things that you do? Because I know for a lot of people, when they think about Advent and they, you know, want to kind of start in that on a deeper level than years prior. Yeah. There are so many books and resources. There are yeah. so many different ideas about how to do that. I know... I mean, just for younger people, maybe, who haven't made a tradition of, you know, just walking through Advent Mm -hmm. and think about it more like, Christmas, what do I do? How do I prepare? You know, just looking at like a holiday to-do list. Like, how do you sink deeply into Advent each year? Right. Well, I would say, first of all, I feel like... Advent is kind of, I was telling you earlier, it's like, you know, the the Christmas, we're all at the starting line and the gun, you know, goes off and we, you know, it's like 
you take off into the Christmas holidays. We need little yeah. Christmas. <laughs> and, and just like at the beginning of a race, you know, there's just like there's this crowd and anticipation and everything's exciting. But you have to pace yourself or else before you even get there, you're like gained five pounds and you're sick of sugar. And you've burnt and out. And you're burnt out. Right. And so I remember, you know, just growing up how um, nothing Christmas came out till like December 1st. So the, the decorations, the commercials, nothing Are came out serious? until December 1st. Yeah. And then it was when I was a teenager that you began to see like right after Thanksgiving, things would come out. And I remember dad's dad, my father-in-law was like really, you know, would grumble about that. It's like, you know, nope, it's Thanksgiving. We got to celebrate Thanksgiving, which I think without, you know, people will hear this right after Thanksgiving. I think there's a lot of merit to that. I feel like Thanksgiving, if you really sink into that, sets you up really well for the Christmas season just because of the remembrance and the gratitude. But yeah, so things wouldn't come out till December December 1st. 1st. And then I remember my mom telling me how her dad would bring home the Christmas tree on Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. and they would go to sleep and they'd wake up Christmas Day and her parents had decorated it. Mm, Which I thought was like, it is cool now when I think, but when she told me that, I was like, oh, that's awful. You know, you Mm -hmm. went the whole month. But all that to say this, I think anticipation is so much a part of our joy Mm -hmm. and excitement. And I feel like Advent is this invitation into that. Yeah. Um, And I'm not, you know, I'll play Christmas music Thanksgiving weekend and I'll probably, you know, decorate, but... I feel like it's almost a pass on having to just get it all done and doing all the things. It's yeah. like this, you know, here, come sit down a minute. It's this real invitation into stillness and quietness. And I know historically in the church, Advent was a time of repentance and mm-hmm. carols weren't sung until Christmas Day. Which, I, again, I remember when I first heard that, I was like, oh, that's so sad. On the other hand, though, can you imagine? I mean, there were certain carols that were sung, like um, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus and O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and my very favorite, um, Let All Mortal Flesh Keep mm-hmm. Silent. I came, I've came across that carol a few years ago. I think I'd always known it, but I really, I, well, I learned to play it on the piano. And as you know, I've been playing it like year round for two years (laughs) um, because I'm very slow at learning piano, but I love the words. I mean, if you really, and sinking in is the word for that. If you sink into the words of that carol, let all mortal flesh keep silent. Mm -hmm. It's this idea that the God of eternity is coming to earth. Mm-hmm. And that idea and that concept and just the you know the the waiting and the anticipation and then the idea of Christmas Day that's you know the bells ring and yeah. joy to the world and I I think that there's something a lot to be said for that um, and again I'll play Christmas carols but just the mindset of it. Um, enriches Christmas, helps keep the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. I love to decorate. I love to bake. I love to do all the things, but I've also burned out before. Yeah. And so, and I used to feel like also 
that it was like I could either have fun at Christmas or I could be spiritual at Christmas. As if they, <laughs> you know, and if I was spiritual, then, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. So no more, you know, colors and lights and Santa Claus and hot chocolate. And and I don't believe that either, you yeah. know. Um, so the practical parts are, I love, you know, I have so many books on Advent. I actually get frustrated because I can never read them all. But um, I think just that taking time mm-hmm. and, and having a book is really helpful. Um, yeah. One of my favorites is Come Lord Jesus, The Weight of Waiting by Chris Camille, who we know. I think her Advent book is wonderful. I haven't read that. I remember when it came out and yeah. I was like, I got to get that. And then I didn't. Yeah. And then you have the one... Um, by Ann Boskamp, right? Didn't you read that one? That's what I was going to say. What is that one called? Is it The the Greatest greatest Gift? gift. Yeah. I remember that was the first year that I pressed in and was like, I want to participate in Advent in that way. You know, kind of like first baby. I think it was, yeah, with Elisha. I started reading that. Um, Oh my gosh, I just was transported back because I remember (laughs) an Instagram picture I took with the book. I... Remember, it was just Elisha, and I had put up lights in our um, our bedroom. Yeah, first time decorating for Christmas. Yeah, that was special. That was a really precious time. She writes so beautifully. She does, yeah. But I think just, I mean, there's so many good ones out. There's a new one out um, by Tish Oxenrider called Shadow and Light that I... I ordered recently. Um, I mean, you know, I'm a sucker for new books, but especially Christmas books. So I'll add it to my stack and <laughs> maybe read it. And we'll link all three days. of these books in the show notes. We will. We will. Um, but, um, yeah, just... And it doesn't have to be... I mean, if you're in the practice of having devotions, I think that's when you do it. But just... It's a gift to yourself, really. It's just a, um, the stillness of it, mm-hmm. which is something that can be hard to experience at Christmas. Yeah. I think it's really important, too, if you have little kids, to find a way to welcome them into yeah whatever it is you're doing. And I know that for us, it has to be very very simple Simple. and the way that we've um helped prepare the kids for we've even gone a little bit early and started preparing for advent is we um we do a hymn Uh so we that's just part of their homeschooling Um, right the charlotte mason is you're studying a hymn uh every month but i showed the kids a couple hymns and went ahead and had them choose one for Christmas and it's so so sweet because we've been singing oh come all ye faithful Mm -hmm. and then just every morning we try to sing it and then I'm asking them what does that mean and um reading through the different verses and just talking about it right and it's so sweet because they're getting to participate in um 
just in the season in a meaningful way. And it also kind of feels like sowing seeds for the future because they don't understand everything that they're talking about right now. But music and song is so deep in our memory. Yeah. Um, Smells. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's something that they will just keep coming back to um, every year. When you're defining this season for them, you're telling them. This is what Christmas is. And I know sometimes parents feel overwhelmed because, you know, the commercialization and it's Santa and candy. And then, you know, they feel like, but, you know, the kids just don't understand that it's about the birth of Jesus. But really, it's whatever you feed them is what they're going to understand. Right. So you're not going to get away from the commercialization. And I don't necessarily think that you have to. Yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of joy. Um, but if you, you know, that's their chips. If their meat and potatoes are these carols and the stories and, you know, the, the little traditions, the simple traditions, you know, lighting a candle or hanging an ornament or, you know, these kinds of things that you just add meaning to. Right. Then that's what you're telling them. This is what Christmas is by your actions. Yeah. And the decorate. I, I mean, I, I feel like I can't emphasize that enough because you might in your heart and mind, you know, really want to embrace the true meaning of Christmas. But if your actions are all of the extras and the fluff and, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not putting your money where your mouth is, then that's what they're going to be about. And right. And there are simple ways to do that and really meaningful ways to do that. And they, you know, they are hungry for that. They they love that. They eat it up. I also know, because I know this is a dilemma for some parents is, you know, just Santa. And they're like, what right. do I do about Santa? Yeah. And I mean, St. Nicholas. The great lie. Was a real person. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. And so tell, so them, the real tell them about St. Yes. Nicholas. Yeah. And then on December 6th, have them all line their shoes up. We've been doing that for three years now and it's so awesome and also just provides a very practical solution for me because I also had that dilemma I was like I don't want to talk about Santa Uh, and this is totally individual for each person in their own home and what they want to do but I didn't want to talk about trigger warning yeah, trigger, trigger warning. warning. We're going to talk about Santa talk about and Santa. whether or not it's a good thing to lie to your children. <laughs> <laughs> but I I was just like, I don't want to talk about Santa all the way to December 25th. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Santa is such a fun thing. So right. we've had this conversation around St. Nicholas. Nicholas. And That's on perfect. December 6th, yeah. they put out their, or December 5th, Eve, they put out their little shoes. And then Ethan and I, it's so fun. We go to the Target dollar bin every year. Yeah. And we pick out a couple little things. Like, we always get those little cute Target felt cheap ornaments. But they're just, to the kids, it's like sure. a little bit of glitter and a little, like, mushroom character. And they're yeah. like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> St. Nicholas. Yeah. And we just put them in their shoes and the little gold coins. It's so much fun. And you get to have this kind of Santa-y thing. But you're but telling it's them about the truth Saint about Nicholas, it. Right. And then they get to is. understand that this is where the idea for Santa Claus is. And they can play along. Exactly. And they yeah. love it. They love yeah. the whole idea. They love, you know, the reindeer and the sleigh and everything. But Elisha, our oldest, will tell you. But you see, that's not the real Saint <laughs> Nicholas. Saint Nicholas was the real person. Santa is like, you know... 
over time, you know, there's this other kind of story people made up because they don't really know the real story about St. Nicholas. So yours is the kid that makes the other kids cry. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he tells them the truth. Elisha. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that that's a really great, a great... That's, um, yeah, how we do it. Yeah. And it it's worth Because you well. do hear the traumatic stories of the kids who kept believing in Santa. And mm-hmm. then when they're, you know, nine years old, they find out that I think that happened with my sister. Mm-hmm. And she was very appalled that Santa wasn't real to. and the Easter bunny. And that probably meant the tooth fairy wasn't mm-hmm. real either. I think I remember my mom telling a story about that where she's like, so I suppose the tooth fairy isn't real. I yeah no i i i love that um and i think that really sets you up well for the whole concept of gifts at christmas too and the charitable side of it because that's what saint nicholas was doing you know he was providing for someone who couldn't provide for themselves Mm -hmm. um Very good idea. I had another thought. We were talking about Advent books. Um, oh, I guess mm-hmm. it was just that, that as a mom, I mean, you know, obviously you're not necessarily the only one saying this is what Christmas is going to be, but at least how it was for me. I was, you know, I was the planner. I was the one who was going to make it make it happen. And... That that focus of Advent was really helpful to me mm-hmm. to know. We talked last week about, you know, what are the priorities for the holidays? What do we really want? And um, sure, we want, you know, we, we have our traditions and they're fun. But having, keeping the main thing out in front of us in Advent really helps in the midst of it. Helps you keep reorient, reorienting and holding on to that. I think that's what's so good about, you know, having little kids is they, for me, it's like a, um, it's an accountability. Like, you know, if I'm telling them every morning, you know, we're going to sing, come all ye faithful. And even if I just like play it in the background during breakfast, it's like, oh, right. Like if this is what it is for them, then it is also what it is for me. Right. Just like with anything, like eating and sleeping and getting dressed in the morning, I you know, expect that of the kids. So I try to do it for myself as well. It's, yeah, it's definitely a grace. It helps keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. I thought of one more book um, by Kendra mm-hmm. Tierney and it's new. It's called O Come Emmanuel and it's it's an Advent book for families. Oh, and awesome. she, I know with that book has um, a PDF of um, like ornaments Oh, so I fun. think I love that idea because as you're reading about it, to have a physical, you know, yeah. like on cardstock ornament that can be hung mm-hmm. on a on a sometimes people call Jesse trees, you yeah. know. I think Ann Boskamp's um, children's Advent book is also has that. Yeah, and that just makes it such a such a fun thing for them mm-hmm. and meaningful, like you said, and. Something you mentioned, you know, they don't understand all the meaning. They don't understand all the words. But the idea, I mean, that's you give children knowledge of something and they gain understanding, mm-hmm. which in the end leads to a wise life. Yeah. And so 
you don't have to have this high expectation that they're going to have some, you know, right. deep emotional connection. It's just you are telling them this is this is the greatest manifestation of love ever. Yeah. That God wanted to be with us. Mm-hmm. And so he sent his son. And, you know, and just having the... I mean, my absolute, if I did no other decorating, nothing, even more than the tree, is my nativity mm-hmm. scene. I just, I love that. And and I think you can do so much with that with children too, you know, with just a little nativity scene or one that is for them. And mm-hmm. you guys had that growing up. We had a few different, you know, ones, plastic ones. We had a Playmobil one. Yeah. How you ever kept that all together, I will never I was understand. neurotic. So. Okay. I'm not because I've bought them a new nativity set every year because I'm like, the point yeah. of this is for you but to see, play with it. see, your kids actually, that's it. Your and kids like were on the it. floor playing with it, mixing it up with the Legos and, you know, having adventures. I wasn't quite that easygoing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had to sit at the table. Yeah. I, They're was, not- I was a different kind of mom, but I do have all the pieces of the nativity you do, set. to this day, which blows my mind. I don't know that it's worth it. I have a lot of gray hair. I, I made things harder than they needed to be. But So Advent for us and Advent for our kids is not another thing added on to our already to-do yes. list. It's yeah. an invitation into... Yeah a simpler way all around. Yeah. It's the simplicity. Yeah, don't idealize it. Right. Don't idealize it, yeah. And the beauty of just exactly what we have in front of us, which is the gift of of Jesus, the gift yeah. of baby Jesus. I mean, it's it's amazing how far even just one conversation can go with a child. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. do you know what this is about? And yeah. we, just one conversation each morning at breakfast. Yeah. I mean, you can sound a little bit like, you know, the Jewish mom. Like, what is Christmas about? <laughs> it's about Jesus. Everybody say it. Jesus. Right. And, yeah, we have a little bit of that at my house. <laughs> I mean, we watched Elf the other night, and I was like, okay, so everybody, time Christmas to go to bed. Really what about? is Christmas about? And Elisha goes, he goes, family and love. Wait, no, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you got that's so funny. I love him. All kinds. Thanks so much for listening. You can connect with us at You're Not That Special on Instagram. You can connect with me at Emily Varee. That's Emily V-A-R-E-E. And you can connect with my mom at Kim Highland. That's Kim H-Y-L-A-N-D. And if you haven't listened to it already, be sure to take a listen to our first episode where we explain why you're not that special. (laughs) Until then, we encourage you to embrace the wonder and joy of your everyday life. See you next time.